Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday and this is the third week in Advent. We begin our time of prayer together in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by the Son. A reading from 2 Samuel chapter 19. It was told Joab, the king is weeping and mourning for Absalom. So the victory that day was turned into mourning for all the troops, for the troops heard that day the king is grieving for his son. The troops stole into the city that day as soldiers steal in who are ashamed when they flee in battle. The king covered his face, and the king cried with a loud voice, O my son Absalom, O Absalom, my son, my son. Then Joab came into the house of the king and said, Today you have covered with shame the faces of all of your officers who saved your life today and the lives of your sons and your daughters, and the lives of your wives and your concubines, for the love of those who hate you and for the hatred of those who love you. You made it clear today that the commanders and officers are nothing to you, for I perceive that if Absalom were alive and all of us were dead today, then you would be pleased. So go out at once and speak kindly to your servants, for I swear by the Lord, if you do not go, not a man will stay with you this night. And this will be worse for you than any disaster that has come upon you from your youth until now. Then the king got up and took his seat in the gate. And the troops were all told, See, the king is sitting in the gate. And all the troops came before the king. Meanwhile, all the Israelites had fled to their homes, and all the people were disputing throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, The king delivered us from the hands of our enemies and saved us from the hand of the Philistines. And now he has fled out of the land because of Absalom. But Absalom, whom we anointed over us, is dead in battle. Now, therefore, why do you say nothing about bringing back the king? King David sent a message to the priest Zadok and Abiathar. Say to the elders of Judah, why should you be the last to bring the king back to his house? The talk of all Israel has come to the king. You are my kin. You are my bone and my flesh. Why, then, should you be the last to bring back the king? And say to Amasa, 
Are you not bone, my bone and my flesh? May God do to me and more if you are not the commander of my army from now on in place of Joab. Amasa swayed the hearts of all of the people of Judah as one, and they sent word to the king, Return both you and all your servants. So the king came back to the Jordan, and Judah came to Gilgal to meet the king and to bring him over the Jordan. Shimei, son of Gera, the Benjaminite of Beririm, hurried to come with the people of Judah to meet King David. And with him were a thousand people from Benjamin. And Ziba, the servant of the house of of Saul, with his fifteen sons and his twenty servants, rushed down to the Jordan ahead of the king, and while crossing was taking place to bring over the king's household and to do his pleasure. Shimei, the son of Gera, fell down before the king and was about to cross the Jordan. And he said, May my lord not hold me guilty, or remember how your servant did wrong on the day my lord, the king, left Jerusalem. May the king not bear it in mind, for your servant knows that I have sinned. Therefore, see, I have come this day, the first of all the house of Joseph, to come down and meet my lord, the king. Abishai, son of Zeruiah, answered, Shall not Shimei be put to death for this, because he cursed the Lord's anointed? But David said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Zeruiah, that you should today become an adversary to me? Shall anyone be put to death in Israel this day? For do I not know that I am this day the king over Israel? And the king said to Shimei, You shall not die. And the king gave him his oath. Mephibosheth, grandson of Saul, came down to meet the king. He had not taken care of his feet or trimmed his beard or washed his clothes from the day the king left until he came back in safety. When he came from Jerusalem to meet the king, the king said to him, Why did you not go with me, Mephibosheth? He answered, My lord, O king, my servant deceived me, for your servant said said to him, Saddle a donkey for me, so that I may ride on it and go with the king, for your servant is lame. He has slandered your servant to my lord, the king, but my lord, the king, is like an angel of God. Do therefore what seems good to you. For all my father's house were doomed to death before my lord, the king, but you have set your servant among those who eat at your table. What further right have I, then, to appeal to the king? The king says, Why speak any more of your affairs? I have decided. You and Ziba shall divide the land. Mephibosheth said to the king, Let him take it all, since my lord the king has arrived home safely. Now Barzillai, the Gileadite, had come down from Rogalim. He went on with the king to Jordan to escort him over the Jordan. Barzillai was a very aged man, eighty years old. He had provided the king with food while he stayed at Mahanaim, for he was a very wealthy man. And the king came to Barzillai, Come over with me, and I will provide for you in Jerusalem at my side. But Barzillai said to the king, How many years have I still to live that I should go up with the king to Jerusalem? Today I am eighty years old. Can I discern what is pleasant and what is not? Can your servant taste what he eats or what he drinks? Can I still listen to the voice of singing men and singing women? Why then should your servant be added burden to my lord the king? Your servant will go a little way with you over the Jordan, but why should the king recompense me with such a reward? Please, let your servant return, so that I may die in my own town, near the graves of my father and my mother. But here is your servant, Chimham. Let him go with my lord the king, and do for him whatever seems good to you. 
The king answered, Chimham, you shall go over with me, and I will do for you whatever seems good to you, and all that you desire of me I will do for you. Then all the people crossed over the Jordan, and the king crossed over, and the king uh, kissed Barzillai and blessed him, and he returned to his own home. The king went on to Gilgal, and Chimham went on with him. All the people of Judah, and also half of the people of Israel, brought the king on his way. Then all the people of Israel came to the king and said to him, Why have our kindred, the people of Judah, stolen you away and brought the king and his household over the Jordan and all David's men with him? All the people of Judah answered the people of Israel, Because the king is a near kin to us. Why then are you angry over this matter? Have we eaten at all at the king's expense, or has he given us any gift? But the people of Israel answered the people of Judah, We have ten shares in the king, and in David also we have more than you. Why then did you despise us? Were we not the first to speak of bringing back our king? But the words of the people of Judah were fiercer than the words of the people of Israel. David's faithfulness, loyalty, and generous gratitude towards those who have been loyal and faithful to him has been a hallmark of David's character and one of the ways in which God worked through him to raise him to power. These are the qualities that witness to God's own steadfast love for those who love the Lord. As David mourns the loss of Absalom, he also forgets that there are thousands who have put their life on the line in love and allegiance to their king. They have won a victory in his name and opened the way for his return to Israel's throne. Yet, not only are they unable to celebrate their victory, those loyal soldiers and their leaders don't feel joy but shame and remorse. Joab speaks strongly and directly to David and reminds him of what he owes these loyal men and their families, at least a word of gratitude and some kind of reward for their loyalty. We face many similar situations in our life. We often spend a lot of time and energy dealing with people we love, but who treat us in return with contempt. We spend our worries uh, on people who have cut off our relationship. We grieve and mourn the loss of connections with people that do not love us in return. And we spend so much time and energy on, on those that we sometimes forget those who have been faithful those who are near to us, who love us, are loyal and kind. And as we grow, we are forced to learn to balance our grief over what has been lost, and what has been broken, and our hope for its repair with our gratitude and generosity towards who and what remains, and the way God sustains us through those who come closer to us in times of trouble. At the same time, a civil war such as the one Joab and David fought against David's son Absalom and his men shows us that in battle there really are no winners, there's only losers. Victory tastes like defeat when family is forced to rise up against family. Perhaps David said something similar when he finally addressed his loyal followers. Perhaps he thanked them for their loyalty, praised them for their skill in battle, worshipped the Lord in thanksgiving with them and then reminded them that when we take up swords against those within our own house, grief and sorrow are all that are to follow. Because the enemy is not enemy, but kin, especially in the Lord. Perhaps this is something we need to be reminded of as well. 
it's something that along the way, that balance is also something that Joab himself forgot. and It cost him the leadership uh, of David's army. At the end of this chapter, we also see that a conflict has opened up old wounds before Judah and the other tribes, their rivalry uh, against each other. They seem to have a different, difficult time sometimes remembering that they're all part of the same nation, a people who belong to the Lord, united not just by blood, but in praise and thanksgiving to the Lord who lives and dwells among them. In the same way, those of us who have been baptized into Christ are one body. But why do you think it's more difficult to discover what unites us than it is to fight about all that divides us these days? In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially this morning we pray for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare and division, for those who are sick, especially those who are sick and hospitalized with covid for those who care for them, for those who are mourning and grieving, and for all who work to bring comfort, for all who are working to bring about peace and international harmony and working to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, Direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. 
Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good, render to no one evil for evil, strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.